0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad you guys are with me again today. And I tell you, I- I'm loving this changing of the weather. We're getting into spring now. You know, it's like I'm really liking this. Here we are moving into spring finally. You know, and then it's like coming summer, and and so I'm loving this weather now because it's right at that place where it's not too cold and not too hot. It's just right, you you know. And so I'm really thrilled to know that I really am, and it's- I'm. I'm thrilled real to know that this season brings up so many great feelings and, and and it's almost like you get a bunch of happy energy and happy vibrations during this season. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody is just just dying to get outside and sit outside by their famous favorite restaurants and you know, just get out and walk in the park. And so I'm loving this season because it's like we're coming out of this winter cold and now we can enjoy it. So I don't know what part of the world you're in, but hey, you should think you might be a little jealous right now because our weather is pretty good here in the state of Alabama. So, and it doesn't last long, trust me. So, we're happy right now, but I am so glad wherever you guys are in the world that you're here with me today. I really do, and and I want to talk to you about something interesting today because you know I want to bring something to your attention before I do, and that is this, that sort of the introduction of this message today, and that is this. You know, the day you were born you already changed the world. I think sometimes we get so used and accustomed to a baby being born, get in preschool, you know, get in school, graduate from high school, and then all of a sudden it's like decision time. What are you going to be? What are you going to do with your life, right? And then we're pressured and, you know, to either pressure to perform, pressure to, you know, to to use our gifts or, or get the learning you need or get the wisdom you need. Go to college. Okay, don't go to college. You know, do this, do that. Own your own business or work for somebody. And so there's so much pressure there where, It's just amazing that we think we can make a difference in our world. And we literally say that. We say, can I make a difference? Or I want to make a difference. Let me explain something to you today before I get into this message. And that is this. The day you were born, you already made a difference on planet Earth. Let's say, for example, if there was, um, of course, you know, definitely, you know, give some, take some. But let's just say there's 7 billion people on this planet. That was one of the calculations not too long ago. 7 billion people on this amazing planet, all right? So with 7 billion people, let's say, for example, you come out of your mother's womb today and all of a sudden, guess what? The entire planet's population recalculates at that very moment. And I want you to think about that. The entire planet uh, must recalculate because you're going to be seven billion and one. (laughs) And so if you think about that, your, your coming to the earth realm actually already made a difference and it changed the entire planet. And even when you think of a rock, a pebble being thrown into the water and you see the ripples effects, you realize just they keep on expanding. They keep on expanding and they just keep on going on. And so if you think about it, when you were born, You already made a difference and a shift in the planet automatically, automatically your being, your living organism that you became alive in within your mother's womb already made a difference in this world. And so you could say it this way, you could grow up and you could say, I'm going to make a decision. Well, you've already made decisions. You've already made changes. And your decision when you came to this world was really a forcible decision, which is really even better because it's like God saying to you that the moment you're born, you already shifted the entire world to have to apply to or comply with, I should say, to the decision that you're here. And so even though it doesn't look like a decision, it's still that ripple effect of saying, I am here. You know, it's like, bam, I'm here. And so the entire world has to instantly force themselves into that decision of, you know what, we whether we ask for him or her or not, they're here. And I like that feeling because of the fact that it's like God's way of putting his foot down and saying, this actually is not... Sounds like a decision, but it's actually not a decision for you to make. It's, but I'm going to tell you how much I love this person to bring them into the earth realm to know that the decision is, well, is it really a decision? And that is they're here, <laughs> you know, little tongue twister. But think about that. There's already decisions made in your world. The, the moment you go to school, the moment you you go to preschool, you've already made a ripple effect of being an addition in preschool, being an addition in high school. You know, if you play football or cheerleader, you know what? If you didn't do that, someone else would have filled their shoes. That means the games would have been different, the scores could have been different, the bleachers would have been different, the people involved would have been different. Anybody you've ever dated, you know, it, to this very day, could be affected by you dating them. 30 years ago. So if you think about this world, really is smaller than you think, but it's also very connected. And, And knowing that everything is connected, it's true. When you think of, when you think of trees, that when something happens to a tree, it literally alerts other trees of what's going on. So everything in this universe is connected. When people say, Oh, nothing's connected. I, I, I say, I said, if nothing was connected, this world would fall apart. We have to have the connectedness in order for everything to flow harmonically and have that synergetic flow in order for nature and everything to flow the way God created it to be. So when you're born, you already were making a ripple effect upon this planet because you took up a space in a hospital and go on and on and on and on, and you did. So I wanted to say all that to sort of jumpstart my message today to let you understand exactly that you were a decision and in the sense of changing people for people to be able to say, I receive you, I don't receive you. I reject you. I don't reject you. I love you. I don't love you. Right? You're in my classroom. Okay, well, you know, you're in my classroom. You know, you're in my school. Hey, you're in my school. Hey, you're in a church setting. You're in a church setting. I mean, it's it's the same thing of realizing that you are affecting everything you say, everything you do, every classroom you've been into, every church you've you've, you've been into, every job you've been into. People remember you and they know that you took up a number. You took up a seat. You took up something. The banks know you. Think about that. People, your neighbors know you. Do you remember when so-and-so lived next door to us 20 years ago? There you go. And they had a decision. You were the decision for them to decide they like you or they don't like you. And so you have to think about how important you really are. Now, with all that said, I want to tell you something. The name today I, want to, I sort of chose for this podcast is basically this. Are you the ocean? Or are you a drop of water? Are you an ocean or are you a drop of water? Now, I said all that because there's a powerful statement that was once stated by, it's synonymous, that actually well actually, it's was synonymous, it was, uh, was Rumi, not on me, many of you if you're too religious for me, hey, you will oh, Rumi wasn't a Christian, well you know what then don't watch TV, don't go to service stations you know, shut yourself down, your house is not Christian, okay, your curtains and your bed spreads are not Christian you are a Christian, and so knowing that there's still goodly, godly principles in people, in the sense of a principle is universal, that can be utilized of an eye-opening experience, okay and whether we like it or not, God can use God can use people, God raised up evil kings to use, and so guess what? God doesn't always need a spirit-filled, born-again, holy-talking, holy-speaking, talking holy tongue-talking Christian to use. God uses creation. God uses people. God uses anything He wants you to, to get a message across. It's really to whoever has an ear to hear, let him hear. And Rumi once said this, he said, You are not a drop of water in an ocean, you are the entire ocean in a drop of water. Let me say that again. You are not a drop of water in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop of water. Now, notice what was just said. It's a change of perspective. It's, it's, it's a shift. It's a dynamic paradigm shift to say, how do I see myself? Do I see myself as being the little small puny drop of water that is connected to this massively huge, gigantic ocean that I can't even fathom? Right? Or... Am I the actual ocean itself condensed into the molecule or the drop of water? Now let's see it from a biblical point of view to see exactly how true this statement really is. Can we? So if you look in scriptures and you think of scriptures such as, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Okay, let's go there for a moment. So I'm one person. Let's say there's seven billion people on this planet. Let's just, let's just say an even seven billion people, which there's not. There's a lot more because we're growing from a human population like crazy. But let's say, for example, there's seven billion people. So in other words, I look and I say to myself, I'm, I'm one of those seven billion people, which means there is, let's see here. Let me see if I can calculate this. There's six, um, hmm. That means that would be six million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand and ninety nine cent, ninety nine, right? I think that's correct, you know? And so I'm the one that makes the seven billion. Let's just go there for a moment, right? And so with that being said, so do I want to see myself as being one of those or do I want to see myself as being the all? And even though we can look and say, well, that's not humanly possible. And when you deal with numbers and figures of people on planet Earth, you're not all the seven billion, Jeremy. You can't be. But here's the thing you have to understand. If the kingdom of God operates backwards, and the Bible makes it plain, the kingdom of God is more of a backwards kingdom. That That means the majority of things of how this world operates, the kingdom of God works absolutely opposite of that. So, for example, we know that we can deal with things of quantum physics. We can deal with things that are behind microscope, uh, microscopic that we can't see with the naked eye, right? But we know they're there, they're real, but we can't see it with our eyes. And yet the kingdom of God even says, look, if you don't see something in front of you, you act like it's there and you see it mentally and you see it in your heart and you see it in your spirit and it's going to appear there because actually it's already there. That's why the Bible says what? Call those things that be not In other words, you call it, even though it is not there, as though it was there. So, is it there, or is it not there? That's the confusing part of the scripture. Not really confusing from any point of view, but confusing because you're thinking, well, wait a minute, is it there, is it not there? Here's the thing, you decide. You decide. Do you choose to believe, you know what, I believe it's there because my mind sees it there, my mind creates it, and my spirit man believes it from maybe God's will or my desire the heart that God wants to fulfill in me. Maybe it's really there. Maybe it just, maybe God put it there before I could actually calculate or think of it to even think out that I want it or desire it to even be there? Or is it that all of a, all of a sudden it's like made me like magic, that maybe it's like it's not there, but if I think it and, and imagine it in my spirit, then it's, then it appears, right? Or we can take it from another standpoint of view. And that is this. What if everything's already been done in the kingdom, which I believe everything's already been lived out in the kingdom. I mean, everything already exists in the kingdom of God. We believe that, right? And so because it does, then what if God has already set into motion our futures and our destinies to already be present in front of us, lived out in the spirit, and all we've got to do is mimic what we know is real, more real than this planet, and that is mimic what's already been done of how God sees my life since God knows the ending from the beginning, right? Because it's already been lived out in the spirit realm. So my job is to bring the kingdom come on this earth of something that is my life, my destiny, lived out in victorious living, already accomplishing and creating and making great exploits. So what if it's already there in front of me, but I've, all I've got to do is catch up to that reality of what has already been lived out and how God already sees my life being because he's already already created that, that path for me to do that. Therefore, it already exists because he already has created the ending because he knows the ending from the beginning. So which one is it? Is it the chicken, uh, is it the chicken first or the, e- or the egg, you know? That's the key thing you have to think about is, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? And so is it really already manifested and, and played out? And all I've got to do is awaken to that reality to say, yeah, I desire this, but yet God's already made it happen. Or is it that nothing exists and I'm speaking it into, into, into existence from literally a void of, of spirit and, and flesh? Here's my question to you. You decide. Because really each either one of those sort of scenarios, okay, those perspectives, is still amazingly powerful. And it's still amazingly blow mind-blowing. Because either way, once again, we win. So when we think about calling those things to be not as though they were, then you automatically start assuming, well, if that's the case, then what if I'm already living out my life in the kingdom, and then I'm trying to manifest it here on this planet, then I I would have to already be bigger than what I really think I am. I, I would have no choice but to be bigger, and that means I already have a bigger life. That means I already have a bigger plan. That means I already have more than what I have now in my life? Why? Because all of it already exists in the spirit. I just need to, I need to just manifest it in the natural in the sense of me believing and seeing it that it is more real than my life right now in the now moment. Think about that. Mind-blowing? Yes. But the truth is, that's what I believe. And I believe that's what Scripture talks about. Scripture talks about all through the Old Testament of things that were ancient, in ancient times. You know, God was telling, telling Job, you know, when, when, uh, when Job went through his hard time. And God even said, Job, do you not remember? Do you not remember, you know, uh, before the world began? Do you not remember when the morning, when, you know, when the, when the stars sang? Do you not remember that, Job? Well, Job probably think, thought to himself, well, I wasn't alive before the world began, God. And God's like, really? That's what you're thinking. You really think you weren't alive. You're a spirit. You're eternal. (laughs) Hello. So, do you not remember that? Because you were here. So, let's let's get really, really deeper in this thing. Okay? And that is this. So, if greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, let's go back to what we talked about earlier, then am I really the seven billion manifested into one? Or am I really a bigger part of version, a bigger part and a bigger version of my life that's already existed in the spirit realm because God's already willed it, God already sees me victorious, God already sees me as more than conqueror, God already sees me of everything I'm going to create, everything I'm going to change, everything I'm going to do. What if all that's already done lived out in, in, in the spirit realm and all i got to do is manifest in the natural? So the truth is, yes, I am bigger than what I think. Yes, I have a full, complete, powerful life of ex- that, exists, that exists in the spirit realm realm of how God sees me and God doesn't just see things because what God sees is already is already created. And I want you to think about that. God saw light and God and what and, and light was. God knew the ending from the beginning. God knows it no God knows. And anytime God thinks not that really God has to think if you think about it because if God just Wants it, it just, it just, he doesn't have to, he can either wink an eye, he can say it, he can move a finger, but the truth is, I believe that he is the thought, he is the power, he is the thinker. And so, therefore, who knows? Everything exists because God just, God is just God, and God just sort of, the moment he either thinks it or says it or whatever it is within God that he does, then all of a sudden it just, it just happens. It just, there it is, right? And so, When you look at life and you think to yourself, greater is he that is in me, than he is in the world. Okay, there's 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 seven billion people on planet Earth. Then how is something greater inside of me greater than seven billion people on this planet? How is greater in me greater than than my neighbor's problems? Greater than a war in my in my nation? Greater than a than a president of my nation? Greater than a government in my nation? Greater than the whole world? Greater than China? Greater than Russia? Greater than any situation? Greater than any tornado? Greater than any hurricane? Greater than any earthquake? Greater than anything? greater than gravity, (laughs) greater than anything, right? So if greater is he that is in me than anything external outside of me, then guess what, folks? You really are the ocean manifested within a drop. But you can't lose sight that you have the greater one in you. Even Jesus backed it up when he said, Look, I'm going to the Father but you're going to do greater things than what I even did. Now that's mind blowing because I, I would think to myself, no, 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 not right, no, no, can't. <laughs> you know, this, that's not true. But guess what? It is true. It is true. You have what it takes to do anything, to make anything happen, to change anything you need to, because guess what? You are greater. You are the ocean, just happens to be manifested in a, in a small drop of water called you. And because of that, you happen to get your mind focused on the you you see in the mirror. But you don't focus on the you that is the universe. You don't focus on the you that is creation. You don't focus on the you that is greater than anything you can see, you can feel, you can taste, you can smell. You are greater than all of that because you are the manifestation of God. Well, people might say, well, that just sounds far-fetched. Can you prove it biblically? Well, yes, I can. Besides the scriptures I've already said to you, you also have to begin to understand the value, the value of a scripture when it talks about the understanding that you will do greater things than what he did. You will do greater things than what he did. Well, is he God or is he not God? (laughs) Well, if he's God, then how can I do greater things than that? Because I'm doing greater things because Jesus already willed me to see what I can do when he is in me to know that I am part of everything there has been because I am eternal being, having human experience. And so I am stronger and tougher than I can ever imagine or think that I am. That's why the mind can play, can play games with you. That's why mindsets can play games with you. That's why mirrors can play games with you. Because it all, all these things narrow you down into a small little drop of water until you convince yourself that you are just a drop of water. But the truth is, I'm not what I see. It's like looking into driving in a car and looking in the rearview mirror that says objects are closer than they appear. <laughs> That's the truth. Because mirrors can deceive you. And when you look in the mirror, you see you, the little drop of water, the the, the cute little over-the-weight you, the cute little skinny you, the cute little uh, girl you, the cute little boy you, the cute little you know, having no hair you, or the or the person who has all the long hair. The truth is you see that and you and you and automat- automatically your mind locks you into what you see. And what you see is one person. Small, not really huge, and even if I was Even if I was the tallest man on Earth, it still wouldn't hold a candle to this magnificent, gigantic Earth. I would still be an ant if you're in an airplane really high up. Even if I was 9 feet, 10 feet tall, and if I'm still in a a plane up in the sky, I'm still going to look like nothing more than a cute little ant running around on this planet like everyone else does, right? But guess what? Objects in mirror are not what they seem to be. Because you cannot afford to go by what you see or feel, like the Bible says. You've got to realize you are it. You are the ocean. Do you think a drop of water can actually change the world? No. And the more you think and see yourself as just little old me, little sinner saved by grace, you know, little, little me. The more you think on that level, you will never change or affect anything, much less your own life. But until you get into the place where the scripture says that you are the... Let me let me say something. T-H-E. Last time I checked on T-H-E, it means the. In other words, the thing, the substance, the power, the foundation, the, the, the ground, the chair, the, the, the couch, right? And it says you are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are the righteousness of God. Not in God, of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. Christ Jesus. And guess what God is saying? You are that. You are that. That is you. You are the righteousness of who I am in my son. So because of that, the more you see yourself as, I'm a little peon fighting the good fight of faith. I'm the little person just, if I can just make a difference in this world and you'll go to the grave and you won't make a difference in this world. Because you don't see beyond yourself, but you don't see beyond what you are because of yourself. Because you're seeing what you see in the mirror as yourself. When the drop of water actually cannot make a difference. What makes a difference is knowing that you are the ocean itself. You are the grand, grander, beautiful, powerful, amazing ocean locked up. Automatically, within, guess what? The drop of water. That's the greater in you than anything that's in the world. Because there will always be people that will see themselves as the drop of water. And the greater one in you, knowing that you are the ocean locked into this drop of water... But never forgetting that you're the ocean itself. Guess what? You're the ones that will make the difference in the world. So it's not the idea that I'm small, I'm a peon, I can't do a whole lot, but I see myself as, you know, that God just looks upon me and just says, Oh, keep on fighting, baby. Keep on, keep on fighting, honey. Keep, keep, you know, there's a big battle big world, big demons, oh big devil always after you Oh, you're, if you're lucky a day to keep on praying constantly, if you're lucky during the day, maybe you'll overcome and a lot of prophetic people think that way and a lot of people in general think that way and that's why they're always under warfare they're always under attack and they're always under this spell that has got them on a hook that just says let me throw you back in the water and just see what fish bites you and eats you up and they live by that, that reality day after day after day after day. And then what happens is they never stop to understand who they are. And because they don't understand who they are, they get swallowed by the big fish every day, thinking, well maybe, just maybe one day, I can make a difference. You cannot make a difference until you change the way you see your life, and change the way you see yourself. Because once you're the ocean, you are magnificent. And as the ocean into a dr- that's, that's embedded into a drop of water, you can manifest yourself big whenever you need to, to swallow up any situation, to swallow up anything that comes your way. So when people Say, well, you don't talk about the devil and demons and hail a whole lot. Why should I? The kingdom of God is not hail. The kingdom of God has nothing to do with the devil. The kingdom of God has nothing to do with sin. The kingdom of God has nothing to do with any of this negative stuff at all. Nowhere in the Bible do you read the kingdom of God deals with the devil or includes in its definition the devil or hell or, or burning inferno. Nowhere. What it includes is this. Let me give you a definition of the kingdom. It's righteousness. Well, Wait a minute. Hold on. Didn't God say I was the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? So maybe I'm already in the kingdom because the kingdom's in me, Jesus. Jesus said, so righteousness, peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, and joy in the Holy Ghost, right? Joy in the Holy Ghost. And so when you see that, when you see that, you understand the reality. You understand the reality that this is a time in your life where you've got to begin to recognize, if I keep on having that old mentality, I will never succeed. I will never be what I'm trying to be. Until you realize I already am that big thing, and the moment you begin to hold on to realize I already am that big thing, I already have all things that pertain to life and godliness. That means I don't have just that. I'm not a normal human being. I have keys that 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 loose and bind in two different areas in the in the seed realm and also in the in the realm that I can't even see. Think about that, and yet I am bigger than both. Because I see myself as how the Bible tells me I am. I see myself as understanding that I am a manifestation of something that is beyond anything I can see and feel and taste and smell. I'm bigger than my thoughts. I'm bigger than what my brain can hold in it. I'm bigger than any calculation on this planet. I'm bigger than any equation on this planet. I'm bigger than anything, but I have to choose to see myself as for what I really am. I am an ocean. And buddy, let me tell you something. There's no way when an ocean comes near you that you can survive when when an ocean swallows you up. Right? So you are the flood. You are the power. You are the anointing. You are the energy. You are the son and daughters of God. So don't sit here and find yourself saying, if I can just make it through this situation, if I can make it through this day. Let me tell you something. I've been through a lot of situations. I've been through a lot of hell in my life. But you know what I've learned? I've learned nothing can swallow me up. I am the ocean. Nothing can take me by force. I am the force. Nothing can throw me in the garbage can. I am the garbage can. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You can't throw me in something that is bigger because I'm the biggest thing. Does that make sense? And so when you think about that, you have to understand that, wait a minute, no one can trap you in a box. I am the box. No one can hold you down because I'm bigger than being held down. No one can put me in a glass because I am the glass, right? I want you to think about that for a moment and understand the reality that there's nothing on this planet that should stop you, hold you back, or ever can uh, lock you in unless you give it permission to hold you down, lock you in. Because the moment you say, I am this small, everything in creation says you are okay we'll see to it that the rest of your life you are held in captivity you're held in the small things of life because you prophesied that out loud you said that out loud you feel that out loud and so everything around you will say yes sir and bow to what you believe you are and it'll work out to hold you in that place of how you see yourself the moment you release yourself is the moment you set yourself free and that means every situation In all creation changes. Your dynamics change, your power is unleashed, and your power is now manifested for you to understand you've always had it. It didn't just appear to you and come on you, you've always had it. So I really hope this podcast today blessed you. I really do. My main part of life and ministry and this journey of life is just letting people see. Don't let things hold you down and back when you know you're bigger than any situation you're bigger than any problem you should be swallowing up situations and swallowing up problems because you're bigger than that and when i said earlier about you know no one can put you in garbage can you are the garbage can it doesn't mean that you're actually trash what it means is any container That someone tries to put you in, they can't. Because if you are the actual container, like the ocean and the drop of water, if you recognize you are the container, then guess what? All they're doing is trying to put you into you, and guess what's funny? It can't happen, because you are the container. So you can't put me into me. (laughs) So in other words, I'm bigger than what I think I am. But I've got to believe that. And once I believe that, then creation has to bow to the Christ in me to say, you know what? He can't be held down. And I'm loosed to do what I need to do in life. So remember that today. And I'll close with this. Whatever you do in life, whatever you do, never forget this one principle that I always say at the end of our podcast, and that is this. If you don't like your day, if you don't like your life, you can change it by one spark of a thought that can say, I choose at this moment to change this day around. And it will begin to bow and change in the moment and in twinkle of an eye for you. God bless.